Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the Y, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbay country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to today's episode. I am so looking forward to sharing this conversation with you uh, all about websites, which is such a big question uh, for so many business owners and people wanting to put their brand out there. It feels like a beast, something hard to tackle, but our guest today, Ray Pastors, will help to make it more achievable and to understand why you should be putting your personal brand forward on your website and how it can build trust, how it can build relationships before you even begin. So Ray is the founder and owner of the ethical design marketing firm, Life Solutions. He is a passionate passionate digital marketer with a focus on all things sustainable and data. He started his first business when he was just seven years old as a hobby selling stickers for the Australian Koala Foundation. And that led to other ventures, including importing products overseas from the age of 12. By mistake, Ray came across making websites with a free kids homepage tool called MapMice. From there, he's created his first webpage and found a knack for digital experiences. Often referred to as a digital unicorn, and I totally have experienced this myself, Ray's expertise is in holistic marketing and strategies. Coming from the small business world and experiencing corporate marketing too, Ray has learned how to build a personal brand online and the importance of search engine optimization, content marketing, and an accessible user experience. Not going to keep you much further because we do need to jump in and listen to all that Ray has to share about websites. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, Ray Pastors. Hello. Thanks, Emma, for having me. Uh, It's fantastic to be on your podcast finally in this great new year. Yes. And you are our first man 
So welcome. That was not an active decision, but uh, I'm very excited to have you. We welcome all here. So thank you for adding some diversity. <laughs> no worries. I'm not sure how male I am, but we'll get there. <laughs> right. We, we all have masculine and feminine. It's great. We love that. Anyway, let's jump in with our favourite question. Who are you? Tell us about you. Elevator pitch and fun. How do we know each other? Oh, so my name is obviously Ray Pastels. I am the founder of LYF Solutions. So we're an ethical digital marketing firm that focuses on being data-led and sustainable. Um, and how do we know each other? Well, we know each other from an Oxfam trek in Vietnam where I, for the first time, fractured my pinky. <laughs> I've never fractured any part of my body before. Um, and that was the first time I did it. I think I jinxed myself because I've been on so many treks. But um, there you go. Yes, and I was your tour leader and think, well, I did ask you if you had, you know, were okay because you had a little bit of a fall. Um, that was my role was to make sure you were all safe and okay. And then we came back and you're like, oh, I kind of did this. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you tell me I'm like the mother hen on those trips <laughs> oh you don't like birds we shouldn't talk about <laughs> we learned that about ray fun fact ray hate birds and it's yes. no joke i am terrified of birds so don't put me near them my partner keeps trying to push me into those environments you know to be nice and teach me about getting used to them but yeah it's going to take a while flappy and around your head and i Matthew thinks this as well. Like I, I like birds. I think they're beautiful and wonderful, but when they start flapping around your head, they have sharp beaks, sharp claws, and they can go anywhere. No, thank you. You stay over exactly. there, beautiful bird. Exactly. And, you know, I was gained enough to go to Hillsville Bird Century um, <laughs> over the holiday period with my partner, and we stayed right on the edge of the bird show, and those birds were huge, but yeah. I managed to cope. So the birds didn't kill me. That's why I'm still here. Um, but there you go. It's okay. I appreciate and it's okay to understand and acknowledge our fears. And it makes hilarious stories. So totally okay with it. <laughs> Where are you based, Ray? I think you told us, but tell me again. Yeah, sure. So I'm in a hipster town within Melbourne. Um, but my team is actually local plus global. So we have team members all across. Um, and they all work remotely. So, like, here I am today. I'm in my home office um, in, yeah, Brunswick, which is I call a hipster town. Very cool. Very cool place. Very, very good for creatives. Now, tell me, you built my website, which I absolutely love, and people always comment on how on brand it is, which is perfect. <laughs> it's very colourful. Uh, but why is a website important for a personal brand? Yeah, no, definitely. It is a fantastic website. Um, at the end of the day, it is your digital business card. So if you can imagine, you know, back maybe a few years ago when business cards were really the in thing, although some people <laughs> still use them now, um, no shade if you do, um, it's your digital business card. So really it shows that, number one, you are there, so you're established. So if you have a website, you can really build trust and reputation because you're mm. pretty much signaling to the other people that, you know, you are established, um, you're serious about what you do. And so someone can go, oh, you know what? I can actually trust them. The other important thing though, Emma, is the fact that it's an own channel. So mm. what I mean by that is think about, you know, social media. Social media changes so much. When Facebook first launched, they encouraged every brand and business to get likes. 
these days those likes don't mean as much as what they used to Mm. so you know organic search uh, sorry not organic search organic reach is less than one percent on a lot of channels so when we pump out our content we don't have any guarantees that those people actually see it so what does that mean it means that social media can change in the blink of an eye whereas with your website it's your own channel so you've got more control in terms of how it looks how it feels um, and that allows you to represent your brand, you know, in that colourful way. So within <laughs> Facebook, you know, with you, you're limited to some respects in mm. how you can make it look and feel. It's going to be standard. Um, yeah. Whereas your website, you can bring that creativity to light um, and really share what you stand for, which is so important, um, and provide more information for people to learn more. The other thing about a website, um, you know, with your personal brand, is you can only show so much information, you know, in your social media posts or even yeah. videos. Whereas if you have a website, you can display that content in so many different ways so that people can choose how they want to digest that content. You know, if I'm interested in learning about something and I want to watch a video, I can watch the video on your site if you've embedded it. Or maybe I want to download a resource or read a bit more into a topic with your blog. Like you get that variety, um, whereas with other channels, you probably don't. Yeah, and it, like you said, it's that credibility and it's that, you know, you meet someone, yes, they can find you on socials, but, you know, the fact that you've invested or built a website, it's like, yeah, okay, that they're for real. And they might not spend a lot of time there, but they can go there, they can see, yep, they're there, I get a sense of who they are. That's awesome. Yes, I want to continue to learn. I want to continue this relationship. I think one of the misconceptions with websites um that I've heard and probably that I had it initially before I, I got together with getting one many years ago um, was that it's like, well, I don't, I'm not going to sell through my website or I'm not going to make sales through my website or I'm not, yeah, I don't have products to sell or whatever. Like I just invoice people. So why would I need a website? Like my Instagram or my Facebook can do that. But what you're saying is it doesn't have that same level of credibility and it doesn't have, a, you know, that breadth of, of information and ability to get to know you and understand what you're offering yeah correct and that's so important to give people those choices um, and to diversify how you go about with your brand and your marketing because you can't you know put everything into one basket you've got to kind of play with a few different things in order to make it work and that's how you know great marketing or great businesses grow because they have looked at different channels and different ways that their audience will interact with them. Mm. Um, and that can go to their strength as well. You know, and it's, um, I'd love to ask you about what are the must-haves to have on a website. But, you know, I think the, another misconception when people talk about website is they think it's this massive undertaking. And that that was the thing, uh, I'd say, five or ten years ago where you were, like, you're not going to get away without spending 10, 20 grand or you're building it super basic through, um, you know, a sort of blogging hosted site. Um, hand on heart, built my own WordPress sites, very proud of it, was very happy with it. But when I'm asking the people for people to invest in my services, I decided to make an investment in myself and my business, which is why I got you on board. But, you know, even then, you know, we had this discussion. It was like, it doesn't have to be a 10-page website. It doesn't have to be this beast. It was like, what are the pages that I need to get the information across? So what, what, would you, what would you say to people who are like in that place of like, wow, it's this massive beast and I have all this stuff? Yeah, so many people get fixated on perfection. And in the digital world, perfection is really no more. Like 
Um, you may have heard some people mention the word agile or I'm working agile, especially in the corporate space. Um, there's this thing where you fail fast because you learn fast. So mm. what you do is you're creating something, what we would refer in agile methodology is a minimum viable product. And so mm-hmm. what that means is you might not have the most perfect website or those pages, but what you're producing is good enough in order for your brand to be represented online mm-hmm. um, and for consumers to start interacting with it. Because the other mistake that people make is they think at a website, once they've invested in it and they put all their effort into it, that that's it. You know, you can just mm. leave it there and let mm. it sit or not change that digital business card for a while. But what you actually need to do is look at what is your traffic doing where does your audience go um, and how can I actually update my website in order to make that experience a great one? So we mm-hmm. never stop, you know, adapting or changing the website. It's a continual investment of time, but it's worth it because you yeah. learn so much from your audience um, and your business too. Yeah, and we actually practice what I preach. We actually have a um, website audit this afternoon, building a new page for me on the website, which is awesome. And, you know, it was really good when we worked together because it was that thing of like I was changing, I knew the old web page was no longer representing me and we needed to get something up fast. And so we made the agreement that there were pages that I wanted to add, but right now they didn't have to be there. What had to be there was the homepage about me contact very important and I am um, I really enjoy blogging and I believe in blogs we'll get we can discuss why they're important um but you know those were the ones that I was like these have to get up so it's like yes the minimum viable product I love that you say that um you know and some some people have that there's that one pager style as well there's different styles you can have depending on the type of business you have obviously if you're an e-commerce business you might need more but we're talking about personal brand we're talking about people who need to get their brand out there and at the moment search something we really don't know about you (laughs) you know so if we can get those four maybe three even pages or you might instead of about you might have services depending on what your offering is but you know what in your opinion if somebody wanted to just dip the toe in just get something up what what could they have well it depends like if you can't achieve that three to four pages, a landing page can, you know, suffice as well. Like you can put so much on a landing page in terms of what you stand for, you know, why it is that you exist and what you can help people with and then have like a contact form down the bottom. Mm. If it's an e-commerce business, um, so you're selling products online, then with that you might decide to just only have one range or, you know, a particular product that you want to feature and test and experiment with. And so you can actually gain a lot from that by just doing, you know, those kind of, it's, it's almost like a narrow path in terms of choosing, you know, very niche kind of things in terms of what you want to try and test. But you learn so much from that because mm. if you, you know, produce this perfect website um, that you think is perfect and then put it out there and go, oh, it flopped, you know, that's not a great experience either. So you've got to really test the waters and see what your audience truly wants. And, you know, I often, um, dislike marketers who say oh marketing's easy you know just follow this stock standard template and everything will be great Mm. and everything's fine and build a website like this and yeah there's a way in terms of you know structure you know how you can structure your website and where things go but at the end of the day in my experience you know with different businesses even if they sell similar products and services their audiences all differ and their behaviors Mm. differ as well so it's never going to be the same path 
Um, so you've got to keep an open mind about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, oh, that's so good he say, but like something that I see that happens, especially with, I, I tend to work with more service-based businesses, but also with the product-based business, you get so focused on the product and the business brand and the, and all the service that you're offering when what I'm talking about is personal brand. So we actually came at it from obviously a really different angle with mine because that was all about personal brand. So I was like, this website needs to scream me. It needs to be me. People need to get an understanding of who they're going to be working with. It's me. And so whether, you know, and so often the people that I'm working with are one person businesses, they would like to grow and that's fine. But it's like right now, fact is you are the business. You are the one that people are going to connect with you're the one they need to hear about. So that about page, or even if it's on the home page, which we chose to do was put me front and center. They want to see you. Who am I going to be working with? Who's going to be delivering this service? Do I like them? Do I connect with them? So, you know, I'd like to flip it and see people putting that stuff first and saying, you know, let's put my vibe, my energy, my, my message into this website. And then, yeah, like, the point is if they like me they'll call me you know or right, they like yeah. me they'll probably go on to the next page but um you know oh yeah okay cool because like there's 50 people 50 there's thousands of people who offer copywriting there's thousands of people who offer marketing there's thousands of people who offer coaching but there are going to be people who go well no but i like her style i do need a coach but i want her style and if they can get that sense straight away that's where the focus should be I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm obviously very biased but. no 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 definitely and one of the other great things that you do emma and is so important for your personal brand um is you know that element of bringing yourself forward so if you can invest a little bit in terms of getting a photo shoot done mm. you know with yourself in different scenarios and use that on your website that will be really great as well because it builds that trust factor so there's so many websites out there that have stock footage like mm. you know you can count as many especially in the big end of town but even small businesses and you know it's funny as a small business you are so lucky because you have the flexibility to do what you want and often you know we go into websites or these projects and we're doing that stock standard stuff and it's like hang on you're the you know the person who controls this you can have as much fun as you like so those yeah. you know larger businesses often have quite rigid structures and saying you know it must be this color it must be this and um you know you must structure that way or you must have this information here whereas you have the flexibility to play around and have some fun experiment. and, and experiment exactly and showcase who you are like don't hide behind a logo um mm. you know put yourself yeah. forward um, and invest in that too I love that. Very good segue. We've just announced today one of our personal brand photo shoot days. And I love those days because, as you say, we get a group together because it can be quite intimidating booking a photographer. But I really encourage, and I worked with a website client last year and, um, you know, all the staff didn't want their photo on. And I said, I'm sorry, but you as the business owner need to tell them to get over themselves. <laughs> all you're asking is one photo. And it is not okay to have these avatars or these like no no face businesses. Like people can't connect with that. They won't trust you. They can't build that relationship. I'm asking them to do one photo. I said, get the photographer in, have a relax, put on a lunch, you know, have a relaxed vibe and get some photos together. And as you said, you know, why have these stock images of people sitting around a table? Get four people and sit around a table. <laughs> like you don't have to pay models. You just get real people. And if you have a good photographer, they're going to make those images look amazing. And that's 
that's why, yes, we do the group shoots because then you can do your consulting photo, your speaking photo, your interacting networking photo, and you can feel relaxed and be yourself um, as opposed to doing these, you know, stuffy headshots <laughs> style. Like that, that's not endearing. So but I love what you said about having fun and experimenting and, yeah, just with me. That's a, add that to our list today. We're going to update the photos on my website. That's going to be fun. <laughs> got all these beautiful new photos. We've got to, we've got to shake it up a bit. Um, but, yeah, you can do that. You can do it in a second. It's really, I mean, with the help of wonderful technicians such as yourself. But also that's another thing we should talk about. The way that we've, um, you can talk to it much better than I can, the way that we built my website, one of my big prerequisites, and it's something I ask my clients to ask for too, is that, I can go in the back end and I can make changes. I don't need to email you to change a word. I don't need to email you to change a photo. Sometimes I don't have time. You can do it faster. You're better. I get you to do it. But you don't have to. And I think that was that's such a fear factor as well is that, one, you build it and that's it for five, ten years and it's got to stay that way so it's got to be perfect. Or, two, every single time you need to make a change, you have to pay. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's really important if you do engage with someone you know, for web design or web development, that number one, you have access um, mm. and that you control that. And so it's really important to have that um, flexibility and also setting that prerequisite, like you said, that you should be able to update the site, you know, without needing to be a developer yourself. Mm. Um, and so one of the things that we used, you know, for your website, um, Emma, was Elementor. So it's a fantastic site builder um, that makes WordPress so much easier and you can create different experiences even for like mobile versus desktop and really play around how it looks and feels. And we want clients to have that empowerment and flexibility mm. because at the end of the day, I don't want to get caught up editing titles. Like I'm happy if you send it to me, I'll, I'll you know, <laughs> update it. But for your business to grow, you know, you really want us to be doing stuff that's the fun, you know, long-term stuff like creating tools or new pages like that podcast page that we created for yeah. you. So um, they're the kind of things that we want to get involved in because, you know, they're a lot more, um, I guess, entertaining than updating a title. Um, but you should have that control because you don't want to be forking out cash all the time. Um, so definitely ask that if you engage with that kind of project because um, yeah. it's so important. But and yeah. just, as you said, you have options. There are times where I'm like, you know what, you guys are better at this. Can you just go in and here's the task? And there's other times where you're like, you know what, I want to have a play. I'm in here anyway. I can do these things. Like one of the big things for me was that blog element. As I said, I've been blogging for 13 years. <laughs> and so I've always had that control and I've always had the ability to just jump in and, and put something up if I want to. Um so I need, I needed that and I was that was obviously asked for that, which you obviously obliged um, very well. But why, you know, I love it, I, I'm on board, but why is blogging helpful for your brand? Yeah, definitely. So we touched on a little bit before that it allows, you know, different formats to come across in terms of how you communicate and your messages. But a, a blog is actually a really great way to build what I like to call your love funnel. So hmm. basically, if you think about, you know, building a personal brand with other people, it is based on relationships. So the love funnel is more better than the usual, you know, pyramid sales funnel because you're trying to attract, you know, someone, get their eye, flirt with them, maybe ask them <laughs> for that first date, get that first kiss. You know, it's, it's a long-term relationship kind of thing. So the blog allows you to do that and add more people into your love funnel from all those different stages. But it also demonstrates that you know what you're talking about. 
Mm. And that's really important because, you know, your website pages might talk about, you know, your benefits um, in terms of what you can do for people um, and kind of touch on some topics, but it doesn't go really deep in terms of those different areas. So if I really want to know, you know, how to build my personal brand, you can sort of touch on that in some of your pages, but, you know, someone that's really interested in that topic, you kind of need to break it down further. You know, you might want to add a video in there or an infographic or something or, um, just to kind of showcase those points and use different headings so people can digest that content. And the other thing about blogs is it's also a great way for you to answer questions that people are already asking. So one mm-hmm. of my favourite people, and I think they've been on the podcast or one of your podcasts before, is Kate Toon, um, big fan. Yeah, yeah she's um, been on the other one. She'll be coming, don't you worry. Yes, there you go. So Kate, um, big fan. Kate offers the recipe for SEO success mm. nibbles course. So it's a free little course, a teaser from her other course, um, and it gives you the foundations to understand, you know, what is search engine optimization and how can I get people to my site from Google that are already asking these questions. And you can use tools, you know, such as Ubersuggest by Neil Patel, um, where you can just pop in words. So like, let's say, for instance, I don't know, you're doing personal branding. You can pop in your personal branding, the keyword in there. And then what it will give you is the whole load of questions or information that people are typing into Google that they want to know about personal branding. So from that, you're not just using your gut instinct in terms mm. of what, you know, what should I write about and what stories um, but you're actually using data. So you know for a fact that people want those questions answered. So why not create content for that? Um, so going one step ahead of other people and answering what people actually want to be answered. Yeah, I love it. And I love that what you said about, you know, setting yourself up as the expert and there's so much room as well at a blog to play. Like it's the website feels like, even though we've just discussed that it's not fixed, but it feels more fixed. So the blog is has some moving piece you know, you can always be adding new things and you can, you can, you know, experiment with your messaging and you can try out new ideas and you can see what lands and, and you can talk about so many more topics that don't really fit in that, yes, trying to explain who you are and the benefits and, you know, outcomes of and offers that you have of working with you. So I, like, I just, I absolutely advocate for blogs and it doesn't have to be you know, we do want consistency, but if you're just starting out, like one a month would be really great and you're going to build that up. Um, we generally suggest starting with three uh, on the site so that you have something there for people to read. And we've had the same theory with the podcast, start with free so people can get hooked. Uh, but then one a month, you know, can you can you write 500 words in a month, you know? And I'm sure that when you are an expert and thought leader, you're probably talking like me all the time and generating ideas all the time. So if you just capture one of those ideas a month you know that would yeah. that that would just be so wonderful and then you can repurpose that content in so many ways right definitely correct and you know at the end of the day if you're answering people's questions they're going to trust you more and more and want to actually use your services so the more you build that trust um, the more likely they actually work with you which is what you want absolutely now if you can, I'm, I'm sure there's so many you have and we've given some lovely um, tips and, and snippets along the way, but if you could give a tip for our audience on if they were starting to think about updating their website to show more of themselves, what would be a tip for that, to, to show more of their personal brand? Um, so a lot of people make this mistake, but they don't show their why or what they do. So 
you know, you do this really well, Emma. So you explain, you know, what you believe in and what your values are. And that's becoming more and more important for consumers than ever before. Like, you know, they go to a website, they want to know how they can trust you and what are those key points that you offer. Um, So it might be, you know, for our business, it's around sustainability focus. Mm -hmm. So we partner with sustainable partners to make a difference and reduce carbon footprint for our businesses that work with us. And we believe in that as our core value. And so a lot of our clients come to us because they see that and go, hey, I also believe in sustainability and that's why I want to work with you. Um, And the other thing is show what you actually do. So if you do have a list of services, make sure that's clear um, Mm. and explain how you can help people. And if you want, you can even explain what you don't do because sometimes people find that useful. So if it's not quite clear or if your area is quite um, specialised, you might say, you know, let's say you're a lawyer, for example, and you do family law as an example. Um, You could say, I do X, X, Y and Z. Um, but I don't do this. And then it's really clear. Yes. And yeah, so it's a good way to kind of um, showcase that information. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. If this is you, this is, you know, and if this is you, if, you know, it's not for you if. Like it's really nice clarity because you don't, you don't want to be filled in calls, um, you know, that you, you don't provide that service and then trying to like meet people's needs or, you know, it's like it's, it's cool, I'm not for you. Um, there'll be somebody else who's like your flavour. That's awesome. I just wanted to highlight one point, like you said about the sustainability. I love it. I have green web hosting, which is awesome. We'll, we'll pop a link in the show notes um, for more details about that. But behind you is the beautiful uh, Yandabar artwork. We both love uh, Ray from Yandabar. Uh, but we did a really beautiful thing on my website that I'm, I'm really proud of and really grateful for, and that was that we added the acknowledgement of country. I think it's so important um, to acknowledge, as we hear on the podcast, that I we acknowledge the traditional landowners uh, and, you know, the fact that we are working, living, working, playing on their space and, and you know, websites are a space. So um, I'm really grateful that you did that with me and I think it's something that Australian businesses should really consider. Definitely. It doesn't take long to add it in to the bottom of the site, what we normally call a footer, um, you know, to represent that or showcase it somewhere on your page. Um, and it's just a nice message to have because, yeah, like you said, we are on the traditional um, owner's land and the land was never ceded. And so it's important that we pay respects to that as well. Yeah, I've had a few really lovely comments and, and then people ask uh, to include that on their own website. So I think it's really great leadership and I really love that we share that value and it's so nice sitting there seeing your artwork behind you. So uh, I, I tell everyone about you, Ray. You're in my expert guide, my little black book, which comes in the How to Live and Love Your Brand course. But people need to know right now, how can they get in contact with you? Sure. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn by just looking up LYF Solutions or, as I like to say, proof in the pudding, type <laughs> in LYF Solutions in your Google and you'll find us. We'll pop up straight away. Um, or if you just prefer not to put it in Google and you just want to go direct, um, you can just go to lyfsolutions.com.au. I love it. I love your work. I love, you supported my business massively in these past few years. I wouldn't be where I am today without it. So thank you so much, Ray, from the bottom of my heart. And I'll see you in a couple of hours for our meeting. <laughs> yes. Thanks so much, Emma. And thank thanks, you. everyone. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Live and Love Your Brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. 
It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and please do join the gorgeous community, Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com to learn how you can work with me. My clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.